Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning, I'm Sean Cheung, and on the bigger picture today, we are speaking with Matthew Taylor, Senior Director of FTI Consulting, and he's going to tell us what we need to know for the week ahead, besides that debt ceiling that's overhanging, of course. So, hello, good morning, Matthew. Morning. Morning. So, the markets were down on Friday, but the week in general was very strong. So, was it just a regular Friday sell-off? Uh, what, what, what do you think, man? What's going to dominate the markets this week? Right. Well, the markets were down on Friday, as you mentioned. It was a strong week. Uh, really, on Friday, we saw concerns about what was going on over the debt ceiling talks, uh, where we, of course, had uh, the Republican side of the equation say that negotiations will only continue on the debt ceiling uh, when the US President Joe Biden returned from the G7 in Japan. They've now come out and said that they will be meeting uh, today, Monday, stateside. So that's likely to ease some of those concerns that were out there in the market. But really, that's why we saw uh, stocks up pulling back uh, on Friday because of this concern over what's going to happen with the debt ceiling. Uh, we did have the Dow off by about a third of 1%. Uh, the other indices, the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ were down, but they were only modest declines. And you're right, for the week, we had all of the three major averages uh, seeing some strong gains. The S&P 500 up by more than 1.5%. The NASDAQ was up by more than 3%. Uh, the Dow was pretty flat, up by about 4 tenths of 1%. So aside from what happens on the debt ceiling front, uh, there'll be a few other major things to watch out for uh, in the United States. We'll get a further update on uh, U.S. GDP, so economic growth numbers in the United States. And we also get some key inflation data as well. This is the PCE index, uh, which is the Fed's favoured measure of looking at the inflation picture. So that will dominate towards the end of the week. Uh, but on that note of that debt ceiling, though, that's going to continue in earnest. As uh, you've mentioned, they're going to be having more talks later today. So are we close to a deal? But what's your feeling about this? Well, this is a, a movie that we've seen play out before where there's been a stalemate over negotiations to raise uh, the debt ceiling. As I, as I pointed out, uh, the Republican side of the equation, the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said that these negotiations uh, would not continue until the president got back from Japan and, of course, the G7 the meeting, but they've now agreed to resume negotiations uh, later on today when they'll meet in person. They said that they had uh, a productive call and will meet in person. So you would anticipate that there will be some 11th hour deal uh, that is reached because we have been in this situation before where there has been a stalemate on both sides of the negotiating table. And before we get to that crucial deadline, we usually do see some kind of resolution. It often does come through at the 11th hour at the last minute. The key date that we're working towards here uh, is June the 1st, where uh, the United States really needs to extend the debt ceiling. Otherwise, it could default on its obligation. So it really is just a waiting game. You would expect that there would be some outcome, as has been what we've seen in the past. That's generally what's happened before. But, you know, anything could happen uh, given the fractured nature of, of politics, not only in the United States, but elsewhere around the world. But you would anticipate that there will be some 11th hour deal. So you've mentioned the, the uh, anticipation of 11th hour deal, and this is a movie they've all seen before. It looks like the market is not afraid that, that, that there's going to be a default and that a deal is not going to be made. Um, at least if you look at the volatility index as a reference. The VIX remains low and remained low all week. Uh, it went slightly higher on Friday, but generally it's still low. The VXX is low as well. It's actually down, I think, for the month. So is it possible of 
what's the possibility that no deal is, is priced in? I mean, it's, it looks like it hasn't, right? Well, I think that the markets uh, have seen this before. So they're not overly worried. Yes, there is some nervousness around, you know, as we saw on Friday. But the fact that we haven't seen, you know, really wild gyrations when it comes to the VIX uh, in the most recent week or so, perhaps tells you that, you know, investors are confident that, in fact, we will see some kind of deal happen, whether or not it's imminent or whether or not it happens, you know, uh, right down into the final hours before uh, we get to uh, that deadline still remains to be seen. Uh, But you know what? As we said, we've been in this position before where there has been both sides of politics, you know, either side holding all the cards and not willing to give much ground or or wanting stuff that the other side can't really agree to. But at the end of the day, they generally do come to some kind of compromise. So it's almost unimaginable then that that we are going to get that catastrophic situation. Uh, Well, the week ahead in Asia as well, uh, there's going to be some central bank meetings. Then what are we going to be hearing from? Yeah, so we've got uh, a couple of big central bank meetings uh, this week to watch out for uh, the boards of the Bank of Korea and also Bank Indonesia are meeting this week. Uh, Bank of Korea will meet on Thursday. This one's interesting. Uh, A number of economists saying they don't expect any action when it comes to the Bank of Korea as inflation is continuing to slow and expected to slow further there. Uh, But then there are some other reports which suggest that uh, perhaps the Bank of Korea may move again with an interest rate hike. Elsewhere, we've got Bank Indonesia. It will likely keep policy rates untouched this week as well. We are, of course, continuing to see a moderation in some of those really strong inflationary pressures. So that's likely going to allow the central bank to pause, uh, keeping rates there uh, at five and three quarter percent. Right. And uh, of course, keeping our eyes on Asia, a very big story that happening last week was that the Nikkei was hitting a, uh, well, hit a, 50, a 33 year high. Do you think that this momentum to the upside is viable or has this train already left the station? Well, we're seeing some uh, slight gains coming through for the Japanese market uh, in the first few minutes of the trading session uh, to begin the new trading week. So you never know uh, where things stand with markets. You know, the Japanese market has actually uh, been on on a tear, as as you point out, Uh, but it's one that's also uh, getting a lot of attention and has been kind of unloved out there for a while. We know about a number of the challenges uh, that there are in Japan with slowing population growth, and there are a lot of concerns out there about how Japan would see economic growth, how companies would be able uh, to grow their earnings, grow their revenue. Uh, And a number of structural changes have really been dominating uh, a shift in the Japanese market uh, over the last several years, of course, under uh, changes that were introduced by uh, the former Prime Minister uh, Shinzo Abe under his Abenomics policies. And and we've really seen a bit of a shift in uh, the way that Japanese companies Uh, are operating, you know, they have strong cash balances, strong books. uh, So that could then allow them to grow, which is, you know, underpinning some of the strength that we're seeing in the Japanese market. So, you know, years of transformation, you know, is somewhat now uh, bearing fruit for investors out there. Well, thank you, Matt. And I hope you have a good day. This is Matt Taylor, Senior Director of FTI Consulting. He was with us on The Bigger Picture telling us what we should be looking at for the week. And uh, on that note, have a good week yourself. Thanks very much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. 
Available on Google Play or the App Store.